Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Tonight we're going to be talking about something very, very important for us to understand because we just love the chemistry of meeting someone or being with someone or a long-term relationship that has a whole lot of chemistry in it. But chemistry is not enough to create a healthy relationship. And so we get into some problems with this. Problems such as the chemistry is great, So we keep going back for the chemistry, missing all the other pieces that create a healthy, strong adult relationship. And when we do that, we get into real difficulties. Things go sideways very quickly. So we're going to talk about why chemistry is not enough and how chemistry can be used as a way to control the relationship and control you. And of course, you don't want to be controlled by another person, hopefully. So we need to have some deep understanding of how this all works, how it shows up, and then what to do about it. So we're really informed. So if you're enjoying um, listening to Save Your Sanity podcast, know that you can help by supporting the podcast. Go to patreon.com slash save your sanity and you could pledge a few dollars a month and help us keep this show on the road and i hope that you'll do that because it's one way of telling me that you find value in this so go to patreon.com slash save your sanity and if you want all kinds of other wonderful things of course come on over to for relationship help.com for relationship h-e-l-p So let's get right into this now, because why is chemistry not enough to create a healthy relationship? Well, I'm sure you have some ideas about that right away, but what are they? What's the real story? So I want to talk about healthy relationships that need to be cultivated beyond chemistry, what we have to do to create that cultivation. And I had the opportunity to make seven videos with Dr. Helen Fisher. She's a biological anthropologist and a scientific researcher, and she is the chief scientific advisor to Match.com and eHarmony. She wrote a wonderful book called The Anatomy of Love, and that might be something that you might be interested in if all the topics I'm going to talk about tonight actually capture your attention. So we we had the opportunity to make some panel discussion videos together in New York a few years ago, and you can find them on my YouTube channel. And of course, you know where to find that because it's youtube.com slash for relationship help. Easy to remember. So there's videos there, but I want to talk about Dr. Helen Fisher's work. 
because she breaks things down into what creates certain hormone flows within our bodies and what sustains them. And, you know, we are biological beings. And so there are certain things that are happening in these ways. And what she talks about our chemistry is really made up of lust and attraction. And compatibility is made out of attachment. So we have three pieces. We have lust and we have attraction and then we have attachment. So what are these three pieces? Let's just get on the same page with one another. Lust is sexual gratification. You know, can't wait to rip your clothes off and be with the other person. The idea completely sends you around the corner, just hardly can wait. And that's what we talk about, which is lust. So I think everybody has a good idea of what lust involves, right? <laughs> that That's an important thing. Uh, very straightforward. But then it gets a little more complicated when we get to attraction. Because attraction is about certain brain pathways that cause us to look for rewarding behavior. So it keeps us moving forward in the relationship, keeps us moving towards something. And it's why that's so exciting in a new relationship those first months, because you're discovering and you're moving toward and you're being rewarded by the other person's interest in you. And this goes back and forth. So attraction is a big piece of that. So we have lust and attraction. And then we have the long-term stuff. We have attachment. Not talking about attachment theory and attachment styles here, but actual attachment. And it relates to all the ingredients of a long-term friendship or even um, parent-infant bonding or social niceties, things that we do to make um, the ability to stay attached with one another, things about civility and manners and things. But attachment is deeper than that. <clears throat> it's what allows us to have those long-term sustaining friendships that have give and take and actually end up in some kind of lovely emotional balance for us. So then we get into situations where we're talking about romantic relationships. And so we need all three. Yes, the lust is lovely, but it will not sustain on its own. Yes, attraction is lovely, but it will not sustain on its own. It must have attachment, healthy attachment, in order for it to be sustained. And when we're dealing with hijackals, those relentlessly difficult people that I talk about a lot, those toxic relationships, we are dealing with people who fit the definition of a hijackal, a person who hijacks a relationship for their own purposes and then relentlessly scavenges the relationship for power, status, and control. So there's not going to be any equity there. So it's realized that when we're with a hijack call, they don't have any interest in attachment. They have an interest in you close, interest in U.S. supply to meet their needs, but they don't have any in a long-term friendship, a long-term bond, and chemistry won't keep it there. So as we go along, I'm going to bring up what might be on your mind, which is, but why do I feel so fantastically attracted to this person and when I know with every brain cell I have that it's an unhealthy relationship my body takes over and I want to go back because of the chemistry and the lust and the attraction 
And that's something we're going to talk about as well. So this is all about bonding. And when we're thinking about bonding, we don't got that muddle to being bonded in a healthy way to friends and family without lust and addiction. We want to talk about what bonding really is. Now, you may have heard of a book called The Body Keeps the Score by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. And he, he talks about bonding and he talks about trauma. And in that book, he talks about the fact his, his opinion is, and it's also shared by Dr. Harville Hendricks, with whom I've also made a lot of videos, um, that nature's programmed us to heal childhood trauma by recreating the trauma from a position of control. So that's why hijackals may do what they do. They, they want to recreate the place in their life where they received the trauma, where they had no control. They want to supposedly and mistakenly heal it by being in a position of control. So they must be in that position of control in the relationship. So you get into that chemical soup of lust and, and attraction, and you might think love, and we'll talk about that in a minute too. And you might, you might have all your needs met. You think you've died and gone to heaven, met your soulmate, and the best thing since sliced bread, right? And that is the piece that they want to create because they need to attract you. They need to capture you. They need to have you in their life so they can have a position of control and power that they didn't have when they were children. Now, you know how I say to you all the time, don't be too quick to put on your compassion hat. This is an understanding hat that we need on right now, not a compassion hat. Yes, terrible things happen to people. But right now we're looking at understanding. So if a person thinks that everything will be right in their world if they only get into a position of control then they are looking for people that they can control and hijackals are damaged they want control they have a very warped sense of what control is all about they don't know what attachment is they are just knowing that they need control and it doesn't really get healed by having the opportunity to be in a position of power. You know that because they get worse as they get older, not better. You get hurt. And then the collateral damage that you have is based on chemistry and on trauma bonding. And this is a big deal, this whole idea of trauma bonding. And most people are not mindful of their trauma. You know, when you're young, when you're little and things are happening to you, you're a busy person. You've got to go to kindergarten, then you want to go to school, then you want to go to high school, and you want to go to college, and you want to get a job, or you want to learn a trade, or you want to express yourself creatively, and then you want to be in a relationship, and then you want to create a home, and you know, all of that. You don't stop when you're 12 and look back and say, let me see if there was any trauma created in my life. So I should heal that before I move forward. No, we're impelled to move forward, almost compelled to move forward. And so we get moving in that direction. So we're not mindful of our trauma. We are living from it, perhaps, whether we are trauma bonded to someone or we are the one creating the trauma, but we are in that situation. 
And there's a really good book. It's an older book by Dr. Patrick Carnes, and it's called The Betrayal Bond. And he describes the term, uh, and he developed the term trauma bonding to describe what he says is the misuse of fear, excitement, sexual feelings, and sexual physiology to entangle another person. Let me read that again. Dr. Patrick Carnes, he says that he developed the term trauma bonding to describe the misuse of fear, excitement, sexual feelings, and sexual physiology to entangle other person. Whew. Are all those things present? Is that what drives you back? Is that's why you come back because you hope it will be different and it's always the same and maybe a little worse? Because you have been caught up in that. And he defines trauma bonding as a dysfunctional attachment that occurs in the presence of shame, danger, or exploitation. There's often seduction, deception, or betrayal. And there always is some form of risk. Okay, starting to see what's going on here. This thing we call chemistry, we want to put a nice face on it. We want to, whoa, we have such great chemistry. But basically, we're talking about lust and attraction. Yeah, it's really great when it's great, awful when it isn't. But we want to just remember the great parts. And then we get hooked into that. We get hooked into hope. You know, you've heard me say that before. We get hooked into the hope that the person we first met is the real person. And the person who has become the hijackal in our life is somebody that is not real. And we keep hooking ourselves on hope that the person we met will come back and replace this person we're not liking so much. But they don't come back because the real person is the person you're not liking so much. So let me just give you a few thoughts from um, Dr. Carnes where he, he describes the signs that you have a trauma bond in your life. So just stop for a minute and think, are any of these true for you? The signs that trauma bonds exist in your life. When you obsess about people who have hurt you and they're long gone. When you continue to seek contact with people whom you know will cause you further pain. When you go overboard to help people who have been destructive to you. When you continue being a team member when obviously things are becoming destructive. When you continue attempts to get people who are clearly using you to like you. When you again and again trust people who have proved to be untrustworthy and unreliable. When you are unable to distance yourself from unhealthy relationships. When you want to be understood by those who clearly do not care to understand. When you choose to stay in conflict with others when it would cost you nothing to walk away. When you persist in trying to convince people that there is a problem and they are not willing to listen. When you are loyal to people who have betrayed you. That's big, isn't it? Trauma bonding. When you're loyal to people who have betrayed you. When you're attracted 
to untrustworthy people. When you keep damaging secrets about exploitation or abuse, hijackals want you to keep that a secret. And they, if you do tell anybody, they'll tell everybody you're crazy, right? And the last one that Dr. Carnes offers is when you continue contact with an abuser who acknowledges no responsibility. These things are all trauma bonds. And trauma bonds are addictive. They really are. They're addictive. And you get pulled back and pulled back because you're looking for the chemistry and the attraction and you're remembering the chemistry and the attraction and they are playing on that. You know, when they want you back, they're they're very beckoning. They're very immediate, like, oh, I can't believe I did that. I, I've always wanted you. I've always loved you. And then within 30 seconds or so or the bat of an eye, They're back to um, being nasty. They're back to exploiting you. They're back to treating you poorly. They're back to taking advantage of you. So chemistry is involved in trauma bonding. And when we hook those two things together, chemistry can be absolutely wonderful. And I hope everybody has certainly had a great number of wonderful times when they felt that. But if you are hooked into a person or they're hooked on you or you're hooked on them who is abusing you, and I've done lots of episodes on abuse, so you know exactly what abuse is. And if you don't, go and listen to the episodes. But chemistry can be lovely, but it is not enough to build a relationship on. It is definitely not enough to build a relationship on. And people try. Oh, you know, he's just so sexy. He's just so compelling. She's fabulous. I got to have her. And it's all built on that as opposed to being built on attachment and the ability to have and sustain a long-term relationship. So without your, if you don't have anything more, you just have the chemistry, it's without meaning. And it, it's, you keep telling yourself it has meaning, but it doesn't. And the, the evidence is right there for you to see, right there for you to recall to other people and yourself. Or you may keep saying, oh, no, I'm sure it'll improve. I'm sure it'll get better. So you're hooked on hope that that person that was love bombing you in the beginning is going to magically shift and come back. And you know very well they only shift and come back for a hot minute when they want to come back and hook you in again. It's sad. I know it's sad. It's horrible to even have to say it, but it's the truth. That's what happens. And, you know, the hijackal depends on that chemistry thing. They depend on that to be able to draw you back to them. And they, they want to have that trauma bond. They want to have that chemistry that draws you in so they can exploit you further. So it really depends on that. So, what do we have that we have to look at beyond chemistry? In episode 115, I talked about the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. Absolute bedrock of a healthy relationship. You must have these things. And if you don't, it's not going to go well for you. It can't go anywhere. 
it will have a short life and you'll probably try and make the life longer than it needs to be or should be. You may even sustain it for a long time. But if it doesn't have those three must-haves, what are they? They're equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. Any adult relationship in order to be healthy must be built on those three basic things, equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. And then on top of those things, if you're going to be in a close relationship with someone and have it be healthy, you have to have the five relational gifts from my book, Kaizen for Couples. It's available on Amazon, or you can go to kaizenforcouples.com. But the five relational gifts go on top of equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. Now, just think, if you're with a hijackal, you don't have equality, you don't have reciprocity, and you don't have mutuality, except for the love bombing phase and when they think they're going to lose you and they bring the love bombing back for a hot minute. So we don't have the three bedrocks of a healthy relationship. And then the five relational gifts that are essential to a long-term relationship. And those are honesty, safety, trust, respect, and reliability. And if those five things are not there in a one-to-one romantic relationship, particularly a living together relationship, a building a family together, then you are not going to be able to sustain it either. So these things are key. And if they're not there, I'm sorry, but you really do yourself a service by looking at it and saying, much as I want them to be there, they are not. They are unavailable in this relationship and therefore it's unhealthy. It is an unhealthy relationship. Now, once you say that to yourself, you may want to go and look to see what a healthy relationship is and whether or not you can create one with this person. But if you've already identified that they're a hijackal, it's unavailable to you. It is totally unavailable to you. And so you've got equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. Then you build on top of that honesty, safety, trust, respect, and reliability. And then you get to the skill level and you have to have good communication flowing back and forth, both people involved in sustaining it. Then you need to both be willing to be responsible and accountable for what you do and say and be able to change your behavior, be willing to change your behavior. That's not going to happen with a hijackal, you know that. And you need to be willing to handle conflicts, stick with it long enough to actually manage it and come up with agreements as to how not to get into that place again. That's another thing you're not going to find with a hijackal. And you have to have good boundaries, boundaries that are very much in place, that are are very much respected. And that respect is demonstrated and creates equal. Uh, emotional maturity because in order to have emotional intimacy you have to have emotional maturity on the part of both people so it's a tall order I understand that but what is really key in this whole idea of chemistry is that somehow that's going to give you a bypass if you have chemistry that'll give you a bypass to needing um, these long-term attachment and the skills and the willingness and the must-haves and the relational gifts. And it isn't. 
I mean, so often people ask me, well, I, I left, but then I'm really drawn to go back. I'm really drawn to go back. And I did. And they say, well, and then it happened again. It got worse. Well, the research actually shows that people will leave up to seven times before they totally stay away because of this chemistry thing, this trauma bonding. I'm going to run back because I got this big hit of hormones in that chemistry phase and there was a lot of lust and I mistook that for respect and love and all kinds of things total interest in who i am as a human being and i remember it and i go back for it and then i get beaten down again and then i join in and i beat myself up because why did i go back let's not spend any time going backwards let's be present and move forward you find yourself in this situation you have to do something about it and there are things that you can do about it, very active things. Some of them are not all that easy, but they're there and you can do things about it. Now, if you need to listen to other podcast episodes, which I hope you will, you know, certainly go and listen to episode 115 on the three must-haves. But wherever you like to get podcasts, just do a search on that. Also on the YouTube channel, there's all kinds of things on that as well. But what is really fundamental to this is understanding that you deserve to be in a loving, uplifting, equal, reciprocal, and mutual relationship. And if you're not, then you're cheating yourself. And I'm, that's not about blame. That's about awareness. Am I cheating myself because I am running after chemistry when I actually need to have equality, reciprocity, and mutuality? Well, you might be. Good news. You can do something about that. I can help you. If you want my help, you know, go to beaclient.com. Um, that's my one-hour new client offer, beaclient.com. I'll help you. I'll help you sift and sort what's going on, and then we can work together if you want to after that. But Know that these things are available to you. Know that you can get some help. You can get some clarity because your childhood may have set you up to take these crumbs that you're being offered by a hijackle and pretend it's a meal and it isn't. And just because there's lust, you can't live on dessert. You really can't live on dessert. And you will get sick if you try to live on dessert. You know that. So you need the full meal deal. And that means that you must have all kinds of components to have a healthy relationship. And I'm here to help you. So if you think you might be in a toxic relationship, go on over to my website for relationshiphelp.com, just where it is on the screen there, and look at the free checklists. There's one there that's called, Am I in a toxic relationship with a hijackal partner? Look at that one. Am I the passive aggressive checklist? There are good things there, the relationship checklist, and they're all free. So go and have a look and don't get all confused. It's not membership there. It's just simply an opportunity to take the checklist. So these things are all there for you. I'm here for you. And I'm always here for you. You can reach out. You can talk to me at beaclient.com. You can connect with me. Come on over to the website. Become a member. Just click on support circle. Lots of things there for you. All kinds of things. So <clears throat> until we talk again, take 
very good care of yourself because you're precious, you matter, and treat yourself accordingly. Treat yourself as though you matter and that your needs and wants and thoughts and feelings have value and you are the only person who knows what they truly are and you have the right to express that. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me by a video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.